Hey, what's up? It's the real ass dude, Puerto Rican rattlesnake, Luis J. Gomez. You're listening to the Mad Scientist Party Hour. friend come on in take a seat it's mad scientist party hour my name's kevin Kraft, joined as always by a man who lost his pants and underwear in a prop bet and is currently jacking off his dongus using his tears as lube that's our very own dookie boy the cocksucker jeff clark hey what's up that was like an extended insulting intro <laughs> <laughs> and, and beaming to us from the attic of the Amityville Horror House, the cursed bearded ectoplasm eater known as Shuddy Boy. Yo, brat, brat. I just would like to start off by pointing out how expertly you pivoted last week off the topic of you being visited by a ghost on Christmas. Like, your your house ghost is now throwing pepper shakers at you and we just glossed right over it i don't get it i felt that we gave it all the attention that it garnered from me <laughs> i kind of agree i mean really i, I mean also ghost fell, there was nobody in the kitchen i didn't see anybody do it like and nobody else in the house freaked out nope hmm. i'm the only one that it seems to bother it seems like this ghost is ramping up its activity though like, if this were a poltergeist movie, you're, like, three days away from being strangled by a tree branch. I don't know. if I don't know if one salt shaker falling off the stove. That's how it always starts. It, yeah. It, quantify, you know, uh, it qualifies, makes the next step a full poltergeist situation. I mean, tomorrow you're going to walk into your kitchen and all the chairs are going to be stacked on top of each other. Then... Uh, a clown puppet is going to come to life and try and touch your penis. And then full-blown specters. Well, luckily, there are no clown puppets in the house. Okay, Skeletor is going to come to life and touch your penis. Oh, don't threaten me with a good time. You Who might just... He does it already. There might be... You're going to go to like take a hit out of your volcano bag one time, and there's going to be like a specter in there. Just like a I ghostly face. I am confident... That where I sit right now is the <laughs> safest part of the house and will not have any ghost issues ever at all. Well, yeah, because you're on camera and ghosts are notoriously camera shy. Well, no, I mean, whenever I'm in this particular room of the house. This is my safe space. You can't get me, ghost. I have a yeah, plasma but- ball. Yeah, you got all the He-Man stuff protecting you. Maybe it just figures this out. was not part of the house when that person died. Oh. Uh, so this was technically the backyard. Have you done it? Any- the He-Man wing. wing, wing. <laughs> so, no, then a previous homeowner in 1990 renovated the house completely, and that's when this room was added on. Damn, 1990. How fucking old is your house again? It was built in 1929. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Definitely could have ghosts. Yeah. Like no old, shit. Old-timey, mashy ghosts. Yeah. And that's why I think he's only in 
the front of, in that side of the house because this is new. Have you done any her. Googling? Do you know this this poltergeist's name? No Google results have turned back anything that uh, is of any interest. Man, if this if this escalates, it's going to be at that point in a ghost movie when the homeowner goes to the library and Shuddy Boy's going to be in there looking at fucking microfiche or whatever that shit is. Actually, so the funny thing is, oh God. The, the house that we put an offer in immediately before this house that I had my heart set on, um, the previous owner of the house died in the house. What, and that frightened you away? No, no, they didn't accept our, they took a, uh, accepted another offer. Oh, but Sharon didn't fill me in on that piece of info until we had put our offer in already. Oh, she tried to slip Would that past. I was like, wait a second. She died in the house in November because we put the offer in January. Oh, so you get and a fresh it, ghost. And it ended up, well, it was the year, it was a year prior. The November, not the November immediately before, but the one prior, and nobody had lived in the house since. So, yeah, it would have been probably too fresh, especially with us planning on gutting the house and remodeling oh, it completely. It would have been like a Beetlejuice situation. You, you guys would be the Dietzes, and you would be worried that your remodeling would upset the ghost. Yes, exactly. Okay. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. And if he's pissed now, he's just pissed that the uh, the bathroom has been under renovation for the last year and a half. Or he's pissed off that they've uh, there's no longer segregated schools in Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's he's pissed off about the, all the wokeness. Yeah. That could be. That could so be. it went from Republican to an actual swing state. Still mad about that. Yeah, I mean, he's pissed about the Democrats living in his house. I mean, See what they did the stock market. Fucking bleeding heart snowflakes. We are. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, odds are that ghost probably died in like the the 30s or 40s. <laughs> Not a very woke time in America. No. It's according to the history books. Well, let's see if I can just. Civil rights was very taboo back then, if you remember. <laughs> uh, well, well, thank God things are better, you know. Yeah. Well, while Shuddy Boy tries to learn the identity of of his ghost, there's nothing. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to devote actual time to going to the county records or something like that to get any information and i'm just not quite at that point where i'm intrigued enough to care that much hey where do you guys keep your microfiche hey jeff composite sketch of this ghost (laughs) yeah could you do that could you draw like a um like a bolo for this guy if i did this isn't oh i need to actually call about this shit that's (laughs) Uh-oh. Someone you got a fire? Nope. No, my- no. I have to. The, I actually have to have the town come to the house to install a new water meter. They sent me this notice 
It's not you, dated, but it's been a minute. Are you going to brief them on the ghost situation or just no, hope that he stays why? out of it? Oops, that's my court summons. Can't write on that. They why don't would even you? have to come in the house. Oh, all right. Fair enough. Yeah. Jeff, did you go see Tool? Or is I that, did. that not happened yet? You did? I did, mm. yeah. This past Tuesday. How'd that Awesome go? show. It was pretty sick. Uh, Boognish went to the same concert I found out earlier that day on Slack um, after I talked about it on the podcast. Boognish is one of the first and um, uh, executive members of the Puminati. Huge, huge homie. Uh, but we weren't able to connect. He uh, went to a brewery beforehand. I went to dinner and just our paths never crossed, even though we were both up in the nosebleeds. Did you I was eat a like, bunch of mushrooms? No, no, I didn't even get mushrooms. The, the mushroom bars, chocolate bars that I had purchased like two years ago expired. <laughs> um, so that really? was out. And then the mushroom connection that I had uh, needed more time than I gave him to get said mushrooms. So I uh, took a, a half an e-pill. That was nice. Um, didn't get to sleep until like 4 a.m. But Off half a pill? I, Damn. Yeah, yeah, I was more chilling too. I don't know. I was gam- like look, looking up gambling stuff, got on my computer hey, he, when I got home. He but, went to bed before the sun came up. That is a yeah, miracle a, on ecstasy. <laughs> like, pretty chill ecstasy trip. <laughs> I, yeah, at 4 a.m. That's a very reasonable time to go to bed after. Dude, I'm dropping so an e-bomb. I'm so fucking old that like I can do an e-bomber and be in, be asleep by midnight. <laughs> well, I here's suck. my composite sketch. It's a shadow moving. It looks like it looks um, terrifying. Yeah, can you hold that up again? Well, listen, I did the best with. Uh, it you know looks it, like eight T. It started yeah. out. I added the head at the end. That's why there's that weird line across the neck. It kind of looks like um, like if you went to a shooting range and there was Shadow E.T. at the end. Yep, that does look like an E.T. But the important are these motion lines indicating that he was moving across the room. Oh, I thought that meant that the back of his head stunk. No. Yeah. If it were no, lower, it could have many farted. That's yeah. mo- those were motion lines, not smell lines. For some reason, this ghost keeps stealing all my Reese's Pieces. Kind of looks like tool um, concert art, to be honest. <laughs> did uh, pretty good. Did Maynard um, suck his own winky at all? I don't know. He was like completely invisible for all this. We were, I mean, we were far up. Seriously, four four rows from the back wall, and the tickets Jesus. were like super expensive. Yeah, Boognish was up there with us as well. Um, on like the other side of the the arena, we went to the Honda Center in Anaheim. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, the, the tickets were super expensive and just kind of lucky to get in the building. There was some guy that sat next to us that was just freaking the fuck out the entire show, um, which I can't, I mean, I, I can't hate on, whatever. But um, it was it was a trip just hearing him scream, like, let's go. Like, every time there was, like, a drum or guitar solo. Um, <laughs> I fucking, fucking love scared. these! Yeah, yeah like he was legitimately saying that. Like, yeah, Danny Carey, you fucking rule. Let's fucking go. And like, I know you can hear me from all the way up there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the whole thing with Tool or Maynard specifically is they try to make the show about like the art and the musical experience. So like 
Maynard just not a traditional front man. He like hangs out in like the shadows of the of the the stage. He's got like his own platform, almost like behind the drum set. So like I didn't even see him. Um, I mean, didn't they have it put up on like a jumbotron or something? No, they don't really. Do that. No, Whoa, you've bullshit. never been to a tool. I felt like you've been to a tool concert. We've talked about. This I before. saw tool. This makes me hate them even more. I don't understand. Now, now this is just the thing. Why do you dislike Tool? I mean, how could this not sound any more like watching an A24 sniff your own farts movie? He's more about the art and he has his own platform where you can't even see him and he just hangs out in the shadows and sings. <laughs> that is very A24. That I think is that's a fair so <laughs> fucking like that is why they're, they're a bunch of tools. I their I their music isn't even that good, and they he Maynard James Keenan. You're mad because he went on Rogan, right? Own fucking farts. Pretty sure he lives off of wine, and uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and old Egyptian literature. But he can blow himself, right? Probably. Regularly. I don't know. Like the guys are fucking weird. Like the they're they're. Musical I, choices are weird. Like they've came out with an album like once every seven, eight years. Like the whole, I don't know. It's not typical for what I like. I saw and them at, a, at an Ozfest once. Outdoors, yeah. And they weren't like the headliner, right? No. So I yeah, see I mean, what that year was, that was. I mean, like since I got into them, which is probably like two thousand six. Like they pretty much headline every festival, every show that they're in, right? Like so, when you saw them, might have been well, I don't know when it was, but I think it might have been '98. Right. So they weren't they weren't like headlining, I guess, shows or festivals at that point. So like I've only seen them in like their current form, where you don't really see that the the band members that well. It's in dark, and then there's a bunch of like um, a bunch of like uh, produced art and like lighting effects or lighting uh uh like a light show and there's no like you know when you go to other concerts there's like cameras in the audience and they're showing it on a jumbotron and they're showing like feeds of the uh of of the of the concert of the performance on the jumbotron but for them they don't allow that so oh weird yeah. Again, they don't I, allow you to have your phone, right? Or they don't want you to have your phone out. Yeah. They actually one of the one of the uh one of the 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 songs that they played Maynard specifically is like, "Yeah, you can tape this one." <laughs> oh my uh, god. Because before the show they they have like a there's an announcement saying, "Yeah, they don't want any like videotapes or or they don't want any uh camera recordings, any flash photography, any of that." Yeah, I'm, I'm having a real hard time remembering all of my um, – because I think I leapfrogged years. I'm pretty sure I went to OzFest 98. That, Yeah, because, wow, this is, this is the fucking main stage lineup. System of a Down, Coal Chamber, Seven Dust, Soulfly, Limp Bizkit, Megadeth, Tool, and Ozzy. Well, I mean, you were – that was – back when you were real into coal chamber yeah so tool is was right before ozzy yep wow, yeah they got to play after big. megadeth in 98 yeah but i realized shunny made some good Where points did you see that me there in camden 
Yeah, the PNC Art Center. Well, now, uh, BB&T Pavilion. Oh, they changed it again? It was Blockbuster, Sony Music Entertainment Center, the Tweeter Center, Susquehanna Bank Center. I went once when it was the Garden State Art Center, I think. No, that's the one in Holmdale. Oh, okay. That's, well, that's the one I went to then. That's not listed as a stop in 98. Well, I don't know what to tell you. That's where I saw him. Oh, okay. Yep. Nope. Sorry. They did Holmdale and then they went to Camden. Sorry. I missed that. They were at the Garden State Art Center July 3rd I, and 5th. I think I went in 2000 as well. And that was uh, <laughs> POD, Methods of Mayhem, uh, Tommy Lee's like rap rock band. Yeah. Incubus, Static X, Godsmack, Pantera, and Ozzy. Do you like Incubus? Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. I mean, this is so fucking random, but yesterday on the drive home from Big Bear, I have I have a playlist on my phone that's just like for when I have normal people in my car. Sure, Meaning, yeah. like, no death metal and no gangster rap. And... Yeah. I hadn't fired that playlist up in a long time and an Incubus song came on and I was like, wow, man, I know they got kind of like made the butt of jokes at some point, but I always liked Incubus. And then I put on that, like just sparked a memory in my head and I put on that album, Make Yourself. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that one? Yeah. Like I hadn't, I haven't listened to that album in so long and I just pulled it up on Apple Music and played it from start to finish. What a fucking banger of an album. Yeah, dude. They're supposedly doing uh, a video or uh, an uh, online stream of them playing the Morning View album at the Malibu mansion that they recorded it at. Oh, no so, shit. Yeah, that's like their two. I think they're two biggest albums, right? Make Probably. Yourself and, and Morning View. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I am like unapologetically. Same with Tool. I'm unapologetically an Incubus fan. I don't really get the knocks against them. I guess they have like a bit of a 311 vibe to them. Well, uh, so I'll my, listen to that. Myself and Rentra were just like rocking out to that album start to finish in the drive. And at one point she was like, wow, these guys were kind of like the precursor to emo, weren't they? And I was like, wait, what do you say? Oh, fuck. Yeah, I do kind of hear it. Like if you yeah. t- if you turned up the incubus knob a, like a bit higher, I think you do get to emo. But I don't know. It still kicked ass. I still was like, wow! I can't believe it's been this long since I've listened to this album and how good it still is. Yeah, the sec the last concert that I went to before the Tool concert, I went with my ex and Cheech uh, to see Incubus at the Hollywood Bowl. And they put on oh, a hell of a show. I've seen I've seen Incubus three or. four four times seen him once at radio city music hall wow once in well, yeah once in saratoga new york and once in um um once in the hollywood bowl and i might have saw him seen him in orange county i for whatever reason i think that i've seen him in orange county but i can't remember the best of them honestly it, i am biased but it, like this the saratoga the, the saratoga performance was <laughs> i thought the best of the three Shuddy, do you have Honestly. any hot takes on Incubus? Uh, I don't 
I wasn't that big into Incubus, but I never had a problem with them. I've seen Hoobastank a few times. Oh, man. Yeah, Hoobastank <laughs> came up in conversation. Like, Rant Rant brought them up, and I was like, yeah, Hoobastank started as a fucking ska band. And then they saw Incubus just skyrocket when they mellowed yeah, out a little Hoobastank, bit. The lead singer of Hoobastank is brothers with the lead singer of Incubus. Is he? Really? Yes. Oh, I did not know that. Boyd, right? Brandon Boyd is the Incubus lead singer. I remember Uh, them just being so popular when I was in high school. And then like the end of middle school, beginning of high school, Incubus like got major by me. And like there was a few like a bunch of girls just loved that guy, Brandon Boyd. He's a good looking dude. So yeah, he's kind of dreamy. I get it. Yeah. Like my buddy, uh, Aza, who you've met a bunch of times, I used to do a podcast with. Yeah. Him and his wife have like lists of like celebrities who they could cheat on each other with. And like Brandon Boyd is the top of her. Uh, oh, no. They just yeah. uh, celebrity that, list. That is false information. Yeah. I was just about to say, I've been Googling that and I'm not seeing any any links. No. no they, uh, Hoobastank started playing gigs with Incubus in 94. Yeah. Yeah, because Hoobastank was ska, and Incubus before Make Yourself were a little heavier, I think. I remember yeah. them being a little bit more Deftones-y, like music you could mosh to. And then when they put out Make Yourself, they had a whole bunch of singles off of that. But then when, when Drive became a single, that fucking song was just inescapable. And they were like, oh, wait. So we mellowed out a little bit, got way more airplay, and people really liked that Drive song. And then I think they just got even more mellow after that, even though I did like some of their singles that came out after that one. But like... Megalomaniac I, was a good song. Yeah, that's a good one. That was pretty fucking one. heavy. But Hoobastank, like just straight up ska, then they see what, what Incubus did when they changed lanes, lanes and they're like, oh, let's be, let's be Incubus, guys. Trumpet player, uh, rusty trombone player, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. You are not needed. So you think they were trying to like rip some of the mighty mighty Boston shit? And they're like, you know what? Incubus is trending in a better direction. Let's follow them. Yeah, yeah. They're <laughs> like, hey, you know what's hot, guys? Ska. Let's get some fucking checkered shirts. Hire a trombone player, and we're gonna kill it. And then Ska fizzles out. I don't out. know that they were that Ska. Where <laughs> I don't know why I'm remembering them being like a Ska. They band. had. <laughs> They definitely had a saxophone section on their first album. Okay. Um, I'm trying to see <laughs> if I can find it anywhere <laughs> to hear what it sounds like. Uh, so I'm looking up the early, because I'm like spacing out on what the early Incubus albums were, because I remember early Incubus actually being like underrated and thinking that like they fucking kicked ass. And I understand why they switched up their sound and it became more pop. They became more popular, but like their early albums, I think the first one's Fungus Among Us. And then the next one was Science. Science. Yeah, Science was a sick album. And I remember those albums being like fucking kick ass. Like they do care. I haven't listened to any, any Incubus in a long time. It's funny that you brought them up. I should get them back in the rotation. Yeah, and it was then, a solid yeah. revisit. That was very, very nostalgic. Yeah, dude. And then after Science, it came out with Make Yourself and then Morning View where they just went fucking nuts. And I feel like Incubus, like Brandon Boyd, the lead singer, during the Fungus Among Us Science years, was had like more dreads. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't 
He like mm-hmm. wasn't as like you know he wasn't as good looking obviously. And then it feels like after like make yourself, he just got flooded with vagina. I was like, oh wait a second, <laughs> this is okay. Cool. I don't I don't know about this the rest cool. of you guys. Hey bassist, I don't know about you, but this is really working out for me. So this is yeah, our I'm lane gonna, now. I'm, I'm gonna clean I found up a little bit on YouTube, <laughs> and after a cursory listen, it's the same type of music that their self-titled album is. It just has lots of saxophones in it as well. So it does have a ska vibe, but if you took the the saxophones out, it would sound very similar to their debut album without saxophones. And correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't Hoobastank, isn't that like they just condensed whose butt stinks? God, dude, I don't know. But you guys are just on one right now with Hoobastank, like fucking trivia, like... This guy, he's making shit up as he goes. Brandon Boyd's brother. I thought that. <laughs> I swear that's what Dom told me. <laughs> like it's like Owen Hart and Bret Hart. <laughs> I, I, I know that sounds ridiculous. Chris has explained that the band's name originated from Rob's mispronunciation of a German street name. Okay, I always heard that they, it was whose butt stinks, and they just condensed condensed it to who stank. All right, that I'm going to Google. Factoid coming out of your mouth was the least believable thing I've heard in a long, long time. <laughs> Kevin saying Hoobastank's uh, name was based on them saying whose butt stinks. It <laughs> just was so wrong, and I knew it I mean, that's, immediately. That's kind of how Shuddy got his nickname, because you guys used to say Shuddy Up, right, instead of Shut Up? Yeah. So... Fun okay, real story. quick, real quick, Shuddy. I'm about to hit let me enter. Forget. I won't, I'm, but I'm about to hit enter. I just typed into Google whose butt stinks, and I'm about to hit enter. Okay, Shuddy, take it away. Um, We bought tickets. Dom was with a girl named Jen, and I was with Tracy at the time. And we bought tickets to see Hooba Stank in Asbury Park. 18 and over show only drove all the way there. Tracy didn't have her ID with her and we could not get into the show. Oof. Oof. There's a red flag, huh? (laughs) Man. So hold on. I just want, I just want to hear you answer this question. Hoobastank is better than tool in your opinion. Because you've actually been to Hoobastank shows. You've never been there to Hoobastank There was a time. Well, I guess not. There was a time that I would say that, yes. I don't Damn. know that. Shuddy, shuddy, shuddy. I mean, I couldn't tell you the last time I listened to a Hoobastank album. Gotcha. Hoobastank's better than Tool, and Shailene Woodley is not very good looking. Just impressive. We're on we're on fire to start yeah. this podcast. I love it. You got to make it to the Easter egg for the, uh, the Shailene Woodley comment to make sense, but... You'll get there. Oh, You'll yeah. get there. The uh, the one thing that I, I tweeted that I uh, I was a, a little high on ecstasy and I tweeted out that and it's just an observation I made at the Tool concert. <laughs> it felt like all the guys there own cats. <laughs> I met, yep, that sounds and, about right. And I mean that as disrespectfully as I could. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who actually got me into Tool. Uh, was a cat owner and it just feels like like it's almost like a prerequisite to really enjoying tools that you have a pet cat i wonder if boobnish has a pet cat i know he has a dog i think he has both I think, actually yeah i think i think boobnish has a cat 
I would love a fucking pull. If just two Puminati era, Puminati tool fans could weigh in on that and whether or not you have a cat, that would. <laughs> uh, um, just an observation I made high on ecstasy. Uh, sorry, I was just going through our our emails. Um, uh, for anybody wondering, the Google results of whose butt stinks. It's actually uh, Led Zeppelin. I'm just getting articles on 11 weird things that can affect the smell of your butt. Butt odor 101, why your butt stinks, why your butt stinks and what to do about it. And then somebody went on Quora, which I guess is one of those websites where you can just ask random questions and have random idiots on the uh, the, the internet reply, re- reply to you. But this one just says, what do women's butts smell like? Like, I don't know, what what lonely virgin on the internet is like, I'd really love to know what a woman's ass smells like. I must ask everybody. Really? I mean, you were so far away from smelling a woman's ass, yeah. dude. And then somebody wrote back, depends. If the woman has just come out of the shower or had a bath, her ass won't smell of much apart from soap or shower gel. Yeah, you didn't need to answer that. Yeah. You didn't need to answer, say that. Ah, the fucking internet. Well... We're learning a lot. The The guys from Incubus and Hoobastank are not related, and Hoobastank <laughs> did not get their name from asking whose butt stinks. That was the most inaccurate thing I think ever said on MSBH. <laughs> yeah, Immediately when you said it, it was it, just like, what? No, come it on. It definitely made me saying that he, they were brothers not look so dumb. I, I couldn't leave you in the trenches, Shuddy. <laughs> You dove right in next to me. <laughs> I thought Shuddy's commentary about Tool being an A24 band was pretty perfect. Yeah. I feel like I might listen to less Tool because of that. Oh, no. <laughs> Good. They are kind of, they do kind of give off a Safety Brothers vibe or however you pronounce those fucking guys' names. Man, Safty, well, Safty, whatever. I'm pretty sure you nailed it on the first try. Um, Do you but guys yeah. hear the dog snoring? No. No. Real quick. No. I do hear Kevin's air conditioner, though. Can you turn on your air conditioner? You lying sack of shit. I don't have my air conditioner. <laughs> hey, whose butt stinks? Uh, so as I mentioned, I did go snowboarding this past weekend. And I took rant rant. For her first time ever stepping foot on any any snow, snow thing. Like, <laughs> no, she's stepped in snow before, but she's never been on skis. She's never been on a snowboard. And I really fucking swung for the fences on this one. Because I love snowboarding. I need a snowboard partner. And I took a big swing and pitched her on it. And we, we went up to Big Bear for the weekend. Well, just, just overnight. But... It was, you know, it's a it's a big step, and you and you know, lift tickets are pricey, rentals cost money, and it's just, it's a big investment to see if you like something. And I I was really in the fucking hot seat for this one, but uh, we, it's a it's a bit of a hike. It can be like two hours with no traffic, but we woke up at six a.m. on Saturday to road trip up there early, 
and I think it was like about a two and a half hour drive. But her, she had I scheduled her for lessons at like eleven fifteen in the morning, and the website said you should get to the resort three hours before your class starts. And we were both like, "Fuck that! That sounds ridiculous. Fuck all of that." So we were like, "We'll just get there a little bit early," and we should have listened to the internet. Because the one time the internet spits the truth, Dude, why three hours? Because when we got into town, uh, so I'm I'm following the GPS. We get into Big Bear, and you know it's smooth sailing. There's no traffic, nothing. And then I start seeing signs like resort parking turn down this street. And the GPS said to keep going. So I'm just like, well, fuck that. I'm listening to the GPS. Again, should have listened to the fucking signs because <laughs> once I went past that light, the traffic coming from the other direction was backed up and not moving. And we had to pull a Yui and get in that traffic just to get back to the parking lot we passed. And that's where everybody was fucking going. And it took... So long to get in there. I had to piss so bad, I was about to tie my dick in a knot. Then, once we finally got in there and parked, you know, we we put our gear on. And then there's a massive line to just get in a shuttle to get to the actual resort. We ended up getting there at 11.15 when her lessons was supposed to start. And we still had to go and get her lift pass and get pick up her rental equipment, which had a massive line. So... We told the people at the booth after she got all of her shit. I was like, look, we had a lesson for her at 11.15, but these dingbats upstairs at the rental thing took so goddamn long and got her the wrong boot size and sent us on a whole wild goose chase that we missed the lesson. Uh, luckily, they were cool enough, and they rescheduled it till like uh, later in the day. So once we actually got suited up and ate something because we were starving, couldn't even get a practice run in or anything, so we didn't even strap in or anything until 2 o'clock when her lesson started. And I tried to, <laughs> we got like 15 minutes ahead of time, so I tried to take her up on the bunny hill to give her some instructions. And it turns out I'm a very bad lesson giver. And uh, it, it was not going over well. I think she was getting a little frustrated with me, and I was like, okay. Do you think that if she had gone just with you as her teacher, it would the weekend would not have gone as well as it had. 100%. Yes. The lessons perhaps saved my life. So you she, think they might have also saved your relationship? I, I'm not counting that out. But when she, when she went to her lesson, I was like, okay, now I can sneak in some real runs. And I went up a couple of times. And it, it was like an hour and 45-minute lesson, and the lines were really long. So just to get on the lift, and then you have to go up the lift, and that takes time. I got three runs in and then looked at the, at the time and had to go and meet up with her. And I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck, man. I, I was sweating it because she was not having an easy time when I was trying to help her out. And I'm like, I'm in deep shit here. So I went to the bar and got cocktails. And I was like, I'll just show up double fisting with a big smile. And be like, here you go. Don't hate me. But she actually had like a big smile on her face. I'm like, Here's a drink. How did it go? And she was like, it actually went well. I was like, no fucking way. So we just, we drank our drink, and then I took her up on the bunny hill, and she wiped out a couple of times, but then the more we went up, she would fall less and less, 
And then she was just making it down the bunny hill. I was, I was like, holy, holy shit. This is awesome. It's working. It's fucking working. I'm going to have like a snowboard buddy. And the, you know, we, we called it a day there, went back to our little murder hut that we rented and fucking old man craft was so thrashed that I was passing out the second we, we got there and I was, I was so beat up. Like I was already so tired because I'm not very, I'm decent at snowboarding. I'm decent enough to go down like blues and greens without really busting ass. And I can handle a black diamond here and there. But I'm not good at slowing down for somebody who doesn't know what they're doing. So I kept eating shit, trying to slow down enough to, to stay in line with her. She's, she's, you know, getting off the lift on a snowboard is really difficult because only your front foot is strapped in. And then you just have to stand on the board with your other foot not strapped in. So that's, that's like one of the toughest things, I think, when you're first starting out. And she was holding on to me. So every time we went up on the lift, she would hold on to my arm, fall, and then pull me down. And on the last one, I fucking headbutted her knee with my face. <laughs> and then her like board was digging into my shins and my ass, and my, my legs are all covered in bruises right now. But day two, I woke up and I was like, wow, okay, I actually am not as thrashed as I was last night. Let's go back to the mountain. And she fucking killed it. We go back to the bunny hill, not falling at all. And she was like, I think we should just go up on the main mountain. And I'm, I'm looking at her and I'm like, okay, this is 100% your decision, right? She's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And the whole time I'm like, oh, maybe this is where, maybe this is where I step in shit. You're waiting for the, for the other shoe to drop. Yeah. This is where she dumps me. But we get up there and she fucking kills it there too. I mean, we, granted, we did a green trail, but the green trail, I'll send you guys a photo littered with with bodies because i think snow summit is like meant to be a beginner mountain so a lot of people just in on the west coast get their start there and i just kept making comments to her that it looked like when a bunch of seals wash up on a beach and just stay there it was all these people that just ate shit and they're so tired from pushing and getting back up on their boards that they've just like given up and they're like okay i live here now i'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna move in Man, the, like this, I don't know if this picture is going to mean anything to you guys, but it was insanely crowded. And when I was going by myself, I was just fucking dodging all these fools. But she, I mean, she can't carve or turn. She can just face <laughs> directly forward with her board sideways and just slide down the whole mountain, which is good enough for me. And it was good enough for her to, to be like, okay, I think I can get this. I think snowboarding is, is an activity that I am capable of, and I'm ready to keep going. So uh, I know we teased this on last week's Patreon, but somehow pulled this off without any calamity. And uh, yeah, everything is still A-OK. That is so, a lot of people. Yeah, it's like a little obstacle course. Yeah, and everybody is like sideways on their boards or on their ass. But uh, it was it was a good time, and then she, you know, after we did that green trail a couple of times, you know, she had fallen a bunch more, and you know, in class you're constantly falling, like when you're getting lessons. So she had a super super sore butt and needed a break, and I was pretty sore too. But I was like, I can't make a weekend trip to a mountain and only do green trails. So I looked at the map and found like a nice little intermediate trail, and accidentally ended up on a black diamond. 
and it was it was a fucking scary one. It was really scary. It was probably the scariest trail I've ever fucking been on. And I ate shit twice on it. And one of them was pretty bad. Like my ass and my wrist are in some pretty severe pain. Because I was trying to like go on my heels and slow myself down because I was going so fucking fast. I was like, oh, this is going to kill me. If I fall, I'm breaking my fucking neck. So I'm trying to skid and slow myself down and I hit a bump. And it just fucking launched my ass. So I landed Yikes. right on my ass and my wrist. And I was like, ah, oh, God. Yeah, these fucking bales, when you're like on the cusp of 40, don't feel as good as they did when I was like 18. Do you know which one it was? So I tried to do Miracle Mile. I think that was what the Blue Trail was called. And then I kept following Miracle Mile. And then all of a sudden I see a black diamond. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then there's like this wily coyote cl- fucking straight down cliff that I'm faced with. And I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm about to plummet to my doom. So does that mean you started off on Miracle Mile and veered off onto Dickies, it looks like? No. That fucking map you're looking at is a goddamn liar. Because there's a part where Miracle Mile goes downhill. They must have changed that from a blue to a black diamond. Because that's where it fucked me. That's where it bit me right in my butthole. Yeah, because Miracle Mile looks like it's pretty much just a straight shot down the mountain. Yeah. They forgot (laughs) to update the map. That part of that is Black Diamond now. So, yeah, it rocked my ass. But, yeah, outside of that, just a relatively uneventful weekend. I don't know how how I did it, but I don't know. I was aiming for some sort of a calamity. I guess busting my ass really hard hard sucked, but, yeah, that was my weekend. If you don't have to go to the doctors or anything, it's not a big deal. And Shuddy, you're going on Thursday, right? Yes, we are going on Thursday. And how are you feeling about that? I'm super excited. I am super pumped about it. Wait, you and Sharon are going? Yes, we are going snowboarding on Thursday. I didn't know you got into uh, you were a snowboarder. I mean, she is. She's worked. Wow. Her her family is owned and operated a ski shop all of her most of her life so she was very big into it and she's been saying for the last couple of years that she wants to go again and we finally made the decision to just rip the band-aid off and go which mountain are you going to uh bear creek bear creek i don't know if i've ever been there no it's a small it's a small mountain in Emmaus, Pennsylvania. Like it's not even in the Poconos. It's just a small. I'm looking at it right now. It's got. How bad do you think you're going to bust your ass? Oh, I'm going to be on my ass most of the time. That I'm I'm confident in that. <laughs> uh, but it's a it's a small, easy mountain. It's like thirty to forty minutes away from us. I think it's not even that far. I, I'm, but I'm super pumped for it. I'm super excited. Man. I'm gonna look fresh. Oh yeah, you you got some fly gear, some snowboarding fits to rock. I just got uh, just got snowboarding pants and a helmet. That's all I got that I didn't already own. Yeah, the helmet thing is weird. I, I I know I took a really long break from going on mountains and stuff, but when I was 
like in high school <laughs> and middle school and just out of high school, you never saw helmets. If you saw anybody with a helmet, you'd be like, ha ha, and everybody would run over and give them a wedgie. Yeah, Sharon was like, we need helmets. I'm like, but but do we? Or is it is it really going to be that dangerous on the bunny slopes that we need helmets? And she said yes. Wait a second. I thought that snow was soft. Well, maybe you'll maybe you'll bust your ass more than I did, Shuddy. I'm sure I will because I've only I was snowboarding once senior year of high school. And Oh my god. Yeah, you're so, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. <laughs> so So I mean, I might as well have never gone snowboarding before in my life. Yeah, you you probably lose it after Twenty something years, I, I didn't even have it on that day. That day was a disaster. So, <laughs> like, I don't even like. There wasn't even. That's. It's not even like. Maybe there might be just a scotch of muscle memory twenty two years later, because the only memory that my muscles have is going down the mountain on my ass. This pain, <laughs> and being fucking freezing. Man, because okay. I wasn't because I was going down the mountain so slowly. Can you ask um, Sharon to film some of you in action so we can put it on the MSPH Instagram? Yes, we can. I'm sure we can make that happen. Shuddy Boy falls on his ass and goes, "Ow!" And then an avalanche buries him. And Chef, you've so, never yes. gone, despite having like an Olympic level snowboarder in your family, right? Yeah, my cousin competed in the X Games this weekend. Um. But no, I've never been snowboarding. No. I told Sharon that my goal for Thursday was to be uh, terrain park ready by Thursday afternoon. What does that even mean, terrain park? I want to be able to do um, a 540 on your half pipe. Yeah, I want to hit some rails. Means, Jeff. <laughs> I know that's not what it means, but... I that is what it means. That's what I'm talking about. Like, going off jumps and oh. doing, <laughs> you know, board luck, slides buddy. and stuff. I was joking. I'm joking. I think you could do it. No, I think you could do um, it. I believe in you. But lift tickets to this mountain are, are reasonable, so I'm hoping that it's something that I can do, I enjoy, and we can do a couple of times during the winter. Like I want to get find a winter activity that's outside of the house. That's the goal. How long is uh, how long is your trip again? Did you say? It's I can tell you exactly. Give me a moment for Google. No, I'm saying like, are you there for one day? Or are you there for the week? No, we're just driving. We're I mean, oh, we're just okay. going for the day because gotcha. because it is literally so close. It's. 33 minutes right now at rush hour. Oh, so you oh, know, wow. Like the That's awesome. There. Yeah. It's 19 miles away. Fuck. I'm jealous. I had to drive yeah. like 130 miles. So like, if this is something that, you know, she also enjoys it as much as she used to. And I, and she, it doesn't drag her down having to wait for me. Uh, I'm hoping it's something we do a bunch this winter. Well, with all your muscle memory, I'm sure you'll be fine. Yeah. Just make sure you do a dab before you get on the board. She has planted the idea in my head that it's ex- completely acceptable to bring the vape pen with me. I mean, fucking snowboarding. Yeah. Absolutely. There there were signs at Snow Summit that, that had like 
a pot leaf and then a line through it, like no marijuana smoking on the mountain. And I still smelled it all over the place. <laughs> yeah. I hit when we were in Colorado for the X Games with the the Jason Ellis show, I was taking rips off of Ellis's vape pen before we went and I was like, Oh, this is actually kind of pleasant. Just gliding down the mountain all dopey, like Oh, boy. Yeah, I mean, she was like, yeah, well, you can hit the pen while we're on the lift. And I remember I only rode the lift once on that previous trip because I only went down, managed to make it down the mountain one time before the day was over. Um, but I had extreme difficulty getting off of the lift. Yeah, it's fucking it's treacherous on a snowboard. Extreme like that is the thing I'm dreading the most. You have to throw yourself off the lift. Is, can we just walk back up to the top? Geronimo! <laughs> you should have a car. I have to have my board on when I get off the lift. Can't I just hop off? Just loosen up with a cocktail. Have a drink before you go up. So, I figured you would get high every time you went snowboarding, Kevin. No, I'm it not. Feels like a perfect matrimony. I don't think I ever did it in high school because I was afraid of getting caught, but I definitely snuck a bunch of ciggies when I wasn't supposed to. But yeah, the only time I've ever snowboarded stoned was when I went with Ellis. Um, well, looking forward to next week and hearing how you do, shuddy boy. Hopefully I won't be in traction. Yeah. but Or hopefully I am. Hopefully, I you, hopefully you get hurt enough for a funny story, though. Uh, got a few emails here. Some people wrote in to madscientistpartyhour at gmail.com and he says, Hey guys, I've been listening for four to five years now and have re-listened to the whole catalog six times or so. This is my first time emailing in and wanted to say great content and you guys helped me get through the day. Keep up the great work. I was listening to episode 531 and you were talking about um, new watch-along ideas and this got me to thinking, why not do a watch-along of The Joy of Painting on the Bob Ross channel on Peacock. You could even call it the joy of queefing. Just oh. an idea I wanted to share with you guys. Herb, a.k.a. Rat Hitler. <laughs> I feel like I've seen that name before, Rat yeah. Hitler. Yeah. He's in our fantasy football league. Yeah, that's Holy right. Shit. Yeah, I think he stomped me quite a few times in, in Final Fantasy football. I mean, that's a solid Jeez. idea. I, I love Bob Ross. The only problem with that is the Bob Ross channel isn't on demand. It's just like a live thing that they run. So we wouldn't be able to sync up with everybody. But I, I've i always wanted to pitch a show to Netflix where, like, I would love to host a show where I bring on a different guest every week. And ahead of time, we get a canvas set up, all the colors, <clears throat> an easel, and all the brushes that he's going to use. We get stoned, and then we put on an episode of The Joy of Painting, and we paint along with Bob Ross and see who gets the closest at the end. I just—it's too big budget. Art, it's too big budget for for the for for our Patreon, though. That's true. Yeah, we gotta. I don't know if we can afford the paint and all that other stuff. Yeah, but and the rights to The Joy of Painting. I just read that. Oh, okay, that's who it was. That David Arquette is uh, a Bob Ross instructor. What? Yeah. Oh, wow. 
David Arquette is a certified Bob Ross instructor and teaches a class at Raw Materials in DTLA. No shit. It's Dewey. I mean, if as if I couldn't like David David Arquette more, then this comes along. That man's a treat. I knew I had just read something. I had read it in an article about the new Scream movie that David Arquette was a Bob Ross instructor. But I had to Google it because I couldn't remember who I had read it about. He kicks ass. I love David Arquette. Uh, he's he's a good American. I don't uh, I don't have like a huge like I I'm cool with the joy of painting. Like that's you know, but I'm not excited about the watch along idea. But we cannot lose that title, the joy of queefing. That's great. Have, we we, have, we need that. I don't that know, is a great I don't know how. I don't know how we can do it without the watch. I, I almost feel like. I'm down for the watch along just for the name. Just so I can tell people in my life that, yeah, I'm doing a Bob Ross watch along. We call it the joy of queefing. (laughs) (laughs) I I love telling people the title of our watch along and seeing the look on their face. (laughs) Uh, I got another email. Kevin, did Thomas Hayden Church tell you he was going to be in Spider-Man No Way Home? Props for keeping it under wraps if he did. Wolf Knife, a.k.a. Wolf Knife, Stabby landlord and new Patreon <laughs> member. Uh, I mean, shout out to you. Thank you for joining the Patreon. And yeah, in regard to your question, yes, I yes, ple- he did. I plead the fifth. <laughs> Moving right along. Uh, I think I saw one more email in here. Oh, um, somebody said this is Nate. Nate said, "I'd love to hear what your guys' thoughts are on Archive eighty one on Netflix. Check it." I've seen that pop up, haven't watched it. I am currently fucking buried in shit that I need to watch. Like is I have Nate F. I it just says Nate. Well, can you tell maybe from the email address? No. There is not a name in the email address. It's uh, Nate two one six eight three four at gmail.com. Uh but I mean I still have to, I I haven't started any of the new season of The Witcher. I haven't watched The Righteous Gemstones. Um, oh my god. The Righteous Gemstones this season is wackier than ever. I hear it's great and I It's re- fantastic. I really want to watch that and uh what else came out? Ozark. I have to, I there, a new season of Ozark or half a season came out. I haven't watched that. There's so much fucking TV I'm behind and it's cuz I just keep watching fucking samurai movies. I can't stop watching samurai movies. I'm I'm between Samurai movies and Peacemaker because I've seen the first three episodes of Peacemaker three times now. Holy shit. I mean, I'm current on Peacemaker. That is one thing that I have made time for. And I've seen two episodes of The Book of Boba Fett, which I think also kicks ass, but I have to get caught up on that. There's so much. I'm fucking buried. I can't really take on any new series at this point. But I know there's a lot of good shit out there and... People people mention series to me all the time, and I say I haven't seen it, and they're like, "Duh!" And I'm sorry, can't help it. I'm just. What's the one that? What's the one that the guy brought up in the in the email? Archive. Ar- archive. Archive eighty one. Yeah. Yeah, I tried to watch it last night after football, but uh, the homies, Paul, my brothers, got too into it. I might circle back and give it another shot. It looks. Like just do like the thumbnail on the trailer on the Netflix like whatever feed or platform. It looks like it could be sick, but I haven't had any 
any chance to watch it. I'm through the first four episodes of the Ozark season. So that's what I'm kind of grinding on right now. How's that uh, I'll been? Be hitting. Um, you haven't watched any of it yet? Of the new season? Yeah. No. Uh oh. Uh oh. It can it can wrap up. I'm cool with it ending. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. I, I mean, it's good. I mean, like Jason Bateman's so awesome. Yeah. Laura Linney's good, and like the story, the foundation of the story is still very, very interesting. But it's getting preposterous at a level that's kind of like, all right, whatever. They're like jumping the shark type shit, and it's like, it's like the dying gasp of a, like a of a good TV series. It's not like floundering down the stretch quite like Game of Thrones, but you're starting to see like, all right, we can we can wrap this one up. I mean, for fuck's sakes, Marty Bird found an Infinity Stone. Like, what the <laughs> hell's going on here? I think, I think my take uh, would would pull well. Like, I think after you watch the first couple episodes, you're like, you know what? Yeah, I feel, I feel, I think you'll end up agreeing with me. Maybe not. I mean, again, I, I, I'm going to watch all of it, and it's a, it's the final season, but I think they're splitting it up, right? It's That's seven what I saw. Episodes now, and then seven episodes later. So yeah, unless it gets terrible somehow, which I I can't even envision. Like, I'll I'll watch the whole thing, but I mean, it's you know, it's it's tough ending shows, right? Because everyone like goes into a show with the same attitudes. Like, we just got to get as many viewers locked into it like we just got it it has to be successful right no one ever goes into a show with the ending in mind i mean they should i mean i've i've heard when you go to netflix to pitch a show you have to have three seasons worth of arcs mapped out to pitch them like here's what happens in season one here's season two here's season three i feel like all these streaming services now should be like okay we need three seasons worth of arcs and when we decide to wrap up what's the finale where, how does this yeah. end? I just, I've seen people on Twitter compare it to Breaking Bad, and I've even seen some hot take, hot takes about it being better than Breaking Bad. And that well, that's just, just so, that's just so ridiculous. And like, I almost think it's not fair because Breaking Bad, like, it always had a start and an end point, you know, like Walter White has terminal cancer. The shit is going to end, right? Yeah. So, like it always, it always had like I guess that crutch or that baseline to work with, but it's pretty good, you know. I'm, I'm gonna again, I'm gonna watch it all. I'm very interested in hearing your guys' thoughts when you guys could check it out. And I, I still have to watch the Peacemaker myself. Um, We're gonna start Ozark tonight. So, you guys see any uh, movies in the past week? Yes. I feel like I should have something to review, but I don't. Uh, Maybe something will... I don't think anything really came out this past week. No. Everything I've seen was on streaming. I went and saw Scream. I checked that off the list. And? We didn't talk about this last week. It was you just did. me. Yeah, Just you. I, I yes. didn't get a chance to see it. Okay, I but, gave it a three, two, five. I think we talked about it maybe yeah. through text or Fortnite or something. Okay, and you reviewed it on the show last week, but yeah. Well, yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying, I think I got a bit of your review already. Anyways, oh, okay. go ahead. Well, yeah, I, I'm kind of more with Jeff on it being underwhelming. 
they they did have some good kills. The way everybody was hyping it up, I thought it was going to be gorier. It just seems like when somebody got killed, Ghostface just threw in five extra stabs. And, you know, somebody got it through the neck, which was kind of gory. But, and I think maybe they just added more blood. So when somebody got stabbed to death and they fell to the ground, they were in a bigger pool of blood and it maybe looked more gruesome. But I thought it was going to be, like, really fucked up. And I was like, okay, that seems kind of par for the course for a Scream movie. Like, people are just getting fucking stabbed to death. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll give them props for killing off a main character. I won't say who, but, you know, I give them, I give them props for going there. That was cool. The, but the whole plot, the reveal at the end was kind of silly. Uh, the the reasoning of donning the ghost face mask, silly, ridiculous. Yeah, it was dopey. Um, I feel like the the main actress, it, she's she's a bad actor. I'll just say it. She was bad. You know, I think Bill and or Cheech made that same point. I just didn't see it that way. But like enough people are saying it, I guess it's probably true. I don't know. I just. Fair enough, continue. It was just kind of corny. Like Some of the dialogue was corny. I feel like the OGs did a good job. I like their presence in it. But a a lot of the newbies kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I thought, I mean, David Arquette, best part of the movie, hands down. Mm -hmm. Um, I think his character was great. His acting was was solid. He had definitely the funniest line of the movie. Um, Mm -hmm. But I don't know that, that, I mean, she's, She's a she's a cute actor. She's very attractive, but I don't understand this new trend of just having fucking Eugene Levy eyebrows. That's it's just so weird to me. Like everybody, like all these new actresses that are coming out, it looks like fucking Andre the Giant just laid two cables above their eyes. Would you rather deal with that or hairy armpits? I will say they both skeeve me out in a similar way, but the armpits are definitely worse. I just, yeah. it's, it's like, uh, why did you decide to tape fucking Burt Reynolds' mustache to your head? He's big, <laughs> big, massive eyebrows. Like, I, it's probably First effective. You probably get zero debris in your eyes. I'm sure they're doing their job. It's just a very strange look that that's what's in now. Just big, big, big-ass, fluffy fucking Groucho Marx eyebrows. Caterpillar eyebrows. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Uh, I, I'm not I feeling. I prefer it. fluffed up eyebrows and fluffed up lips. Though I'll tell you that. <laughs> you know, that, that we saw. We saw what too much plastic surgery does to Courtney Cox. Oof. I mean, yeah. She's an icon, but you know. Yeah, it's, she made it's definitely evident she's gotten a, a ton of work, but. I mean, yeah, I was, I was a little underwhelmed. I'm, I'm, I'm going lower than Jeff. I'm, I can suck maybe like two point seven five scream dicks. Yeah, I gave it a three two five. I think my brothers liked it so much, or they liked it a lot more than me, and it kind of raised my score. But I pretty much agree. But, you know, we're 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 on the same page of that uh, that review for the most part. Just kind of eh, didn't need to happen. It yeah. wasn't as 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 egregiously terrible as Matrix, but eh, yeah, I didn't I, sure. I didn't need to see that movie. Yeah, I mean, especially when they when they revealed 
the the suspect or I guess the the murderer behind the mask and the motive, I just I almost fell out of my chair. I'm like, fuck that. That yeah. is so goofy. Yeah, so so lame. And uh did you know who it was immediately? Because my brothers like both like knew after like the first twenty minutes. Um no, I can't say I was that intuitive. I did kind of put it together, but I got it I got it later on. See, I knew who one of the killers was, and I found like I, I it dawned on me like essentially right when they like first came on camera, and it was so ridiculous. Like in my head, I was like, "This is going to be the killer," and the idea <laughs> of this person being the killer is going to be so fucking ridiculous <laughs> when they get there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I kind of braced myself. I, I think you know what I'm talking about. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you. I mean, I was trying yeah. to keep it under wraps that there were two killers, but I mean, at this point. It's like a scream thing, though, yeah. right? Isn't every 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 scream movie have two killers? I can't, or maybe I'm tripping. I I don't know if all of them did, but so I mean, the first obviously, one, obviously, the first one did. The second one with uh, I think it was Timothy Olyphant and and uh, Laurie Metcalf, right? Who's playing Billy's mom? Oh, I think it remember, was. Remember, t- yeah, I mean Timothy Olyphant, I think was the. The classmate of Nev Campbell, and I remember That's what him into it. The third one, I think it was, it was. I remember the third. The third one, I just remember because I I wrote a review for it for the school newspaper and spoiled <laughs> who the killer was, and then some kid came in and punched me in the stomach and then punched me in the face because I ruined Scream Three. <laughs> Fuck, dude! Retard school getting violent. Yeah, he was pissed. What editor let that slip through? I asked. I it was we had a it was their teacher and horoscope editor that he has. <laughs> I asked the teacher because that was like one of my assignments was was movie reviews, and as I was typing it up, I'm like, this movie kind of sucked ass. I, I should, I think it would be really funny if I blew the ending. So I asked my teacher. I was like, hey, is it is it cool if I blow the ending for this? And he's like, if that's what you want to do as a journalist, <laughs> <laughs> what you go what? ahead. What a terrible teacher! Like, yeah, I mean, oh, he did he ever teach? Best. Did he ever teach the point of editors to journal in, in, in journalism class? It was a fucking. <laughs> had he ever met you previously to put that ball in your court? Oh, he was well aware of my antics. Yeah. So, oh, if that's what you want to do as a journalist, like, no, that's not how it works, dude. How about you be the fucking editor and tell him <laughs> what he can and can't write? <laughs> oh, that's a trip. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I don't think we're spoiling it. If so, whatever. I mean, there's two killers. I mean, I, I, to me, that's every Scream movie, so. The killer's Chris Elliott. That's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Chris So blame Shuddy. Punch Shuddy in the stomach and then the face when you see him. The second killer is his daughter, Abby Elliott. It was a <laughs> father-daughter killer duo. Man, oh my god! And I, I forgot to mention, like the, the the main character has hallucinations. Oh, terrible! Whoa, what a bad idea! That... And the final hallucination somehow <laughs> ruined all the other hallucinations, which were already terrible. Yeah, it was like it was on par with when they added um, Hayden Christensen's ghost next to Yoda and Obi Wan, with like the wink and the nod and thumbs up, like. Oh my god, that was so dumb. 
Yeah, wow. it was it was it was the cringiest part of the movie. Yes. Just that final like kind of salute, that kind of like nod of um you did what I would do. Like, <laughs> yeah, what? it's like whoa, whoa, what? whoa. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> we we're kind of losing it here. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. It's it got really good reviews, and it seems like fucking critics and audiences both liked it. But I don't know. It missed. Yeah, it you missed guys the are in the me. minority. Yep, I know. But we did. What's the? Are you looking at Rotten Tomatoes? What's their score? I'm looking at IMDb right now. It's at a seven point two out of ten. <laughs> what? And I feel like IMDb usually has their shit together. And Rotten Tomatoes, the the. Critic tomato meter is at 77% and the audience score is 83%. That's outrageous. That's crazy to me. It's also currently sitting at a 3.6 on Letterboxd, which is very high for Letterboxd. It's at, a, that's at a five, right? Yeah. It's at a point seven. It's at 72%, just like IMDb. Yeah. I can't, That's crazy. Like, if you ask seven at or if you ask 10 people if they like this movie, more than seven of them on average would say they did. <laughs> I, I just can't believe that. I just got those numbers. Those numbers seem off to me. I'm looking just the, for some reason it was showing me the most popular streaming movies. Uh, and triple X has made the list. Beating out matrix resurrections. Wait, what is this list again? Most popular streaming movies, according to Rotten Tomatoes. That's that's really fucking weird. Anyway. Anyway. Um, now that I've killed everything. Uh, I, I got to put a bow on it. Throw, throw a little nugget out for the San Diego Puminati. Um, if you're in that area. It might behoove you to buy tickets to the February 5th Doug Loves Movies taping. You know, just just throwing that out there. Apropos. Oh, wow. Okay. What day is that? Sunday. Nope, Saturday. Yeah, it's Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, it's Saturday. It's a week from this Saturday. Yep. So, San Diego Puminati might want to get tickets to that one. You were not supposed to tell anybody that I was going to be a guest. Well, look, just trying to get just trying to get you some supporters. Is uh, does Rent Rent like Doug, Doug's Love Movies? Doug's Love Movies. Excuse me. What's it? Doug licks movies. I said it right. Send my what, hands uh, over my face. Dork likes music. What's the well, What's that called? Love Doug movies? I'm not going. You talked me out of it. <laughs> Shit. Damn it. <laughs> need, need, we need as many friendly faces in that audience as possible. So, you know, Shuddy Boy feels comfortable. I'm saying that was Rent Rent. Um, is she a fan of, the, of, of that podcast? She's only listened to it when she's in the car with me, but she likes it when it's on. She she just does true crime stuff, which I constantly make fun of her for. Like when I when I'm at her place and I open up any streaming service and it's like continue watching, it's always like 
Murder on the Bayou. M for murder. Murder house. Mr. Murder got murdered by a murderer. What's the new Netflix one? Um, murder, murder. Damn it. There's a, a new one about like this guy who's pretending to be like an MI, uh, like a British special intelligence guy. I got a notification, I think, about that. Nope. The one I got was Aileen Weronos. American Boogie Woman is now on Netflix. What does she do? Mm. Murder. Let's see. Mm. It's a horror thriller film. It's not. Oh, it's not a documentary or anything? Not at all. I assumed it was. Help. <laughs> I'm being murdered by a murderer. They really just oh, slap that word on anything. On the facts trend. of the biography of serial killer Aileen Weronos. Wait. And supplemented with elements of fiction. Is that. Oh my God. That's not. Uh, who. What's her face? Charlize Theron was in Monster, was it? Yes. Oh, really? Yep. Man, I just watched that uh, last week for the first time ever. Oh, it's called. It's- the the documentary song was called the Puppet Master. Is that something that you've seen her get into? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It, it all just blends into one fucking gray sludgy mess to me. It's all just. How about this upcoming documentary called The Tinder Swindler? All about a documentary on the dating app of uh, con man Simon Lviv, who made a fortune swindling women. Swipe right for murder. <laughs> the Tinder swindler. Come on, that doesn't that doesn't uh, that doesn't raise your interest, pique your interest at all. I, I mean, just documentaries always turn into series, and they're so fucking time consuming. And I feel like I can just get the cliff notes when you guys watch it. Fair enough. I'd like, be more interested in if they did a documentary in Troy Kwan's. Uh, foursome that he hooked up through tinder yeah that's yeah i will watch a 20-part documentary on that in one (laughs) sitting in one fucking sitting most of the shots are just him texting back and forth i would be riveted the whole time yeah and then just to rope in like all the uh the true crime people just the subtitle would be like how a man's penis got murdered (laughs) dude that honestly is probably my favorite moment or one of my favorite moments or slash stories in MSPH history. And I don't even think it exists on the feed anymore. This motherfucker hooked up a foursome through Tinder. I tell people that every now, I, I met a guy who did that. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, follow him on Instagram. And I don't think he follows me back, but he's inspired me. I'll never unfollow him because of that. I will, I will always follow him. He's earned a, a, a perma follower. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. What a legend. What happened to you, Shuddy? You look like you just like farted or something. <laughs> you don't yeah, want anyone to smell my, it. I got my pinky stuck in the tube that my RSO had come in. What the oh. fuck's an RSO? Yeah. Rick Simpson oil. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I just did it again. <laughs> This goddamn RSO tube is like a Chinese finger trap. 
<laughs> Note to self, don't stuff penis in this after show. Yeah, put that on a post-it. <laughs> I like how you just like felt the need to finger that thing, and then you got stuck. I'm fidgety. I'm fidgety is what's happening because I have the munchies and I'm waiting for a chance to go grab some gummies, gummy candies. Oh, I was going to say like you're stoned and you have the munchies. So you're just going to go and eat edibles and get, no, no, no gummy candies. I have some, some gummy candies that are waiting. You you must be fidgety. If you fingered a tube, got your finger stuck. And then the second you freed yourself, you immediately fingered it again and, and got stuck. Well, I was showing you uh, that was there was not much, you know. Yeah, Shuddy's the guy that goes to the ER with a Pringles can stuck in his hand. Well, it's better than the guy who went to the ER with a fucking hot dog lodged in his throat. <laughs> Actually, let me take back what I said about the Troy Kwan thing. My favorite story in MSPH history <laughs> is Dom was getting murdered by that hot dog at the Eagle game. And that's second, uh, 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 hooking up a foursome through Tinder. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, if you pair the story with Dom almost dying, choking on the tip of a hot dog at an Eagles game, with him then two days later getting tapped out by a hot dog at MSPH Wrestling, the two of those paired together is very, very tough to beat. You're way better than Troy Kwan's foursome on Tinder. well um actually hold on a second i think we Uh got enough time i think we got enough time right let's fucking do it i don't even know for what um let's uh let's take a listen to a couple voicemails yay i think we got time for a couple of these let's see here um, where did we leave off? This one? Oh! Son of a bitch! Uh-oh. Did you delete it by accident? No, it does that thing again where I had to unplug the audio cord and then plug it back in because it was playing through the speakers. It's just an every what time up, boys? Thing. This is Pelly from NorCal. Uh, big fan. I've uh, been a Patreon subscriber for a few years now. Fuck yeah. Um, I just want to get your guys' take on Thanks, a buddy. show the wife and I just recently binge-watched, and that would be Succession on HBO. Um, yeah, let me know what you guys think. I think it's an amazing show, and I fucking love it. I uh, love you guys. Bye. I mean, I know you're big on that, right, Jeff? Yeah, Succession kicks ass. It's uh, it's also getting to the point where, well, actually, the season ended pretty pretty awesomely, and it makes me even more interested in the future season. But it was getting a little slow last season. But like the Greg and Tom dynamic, like two of the characters in Succession are fucking awesome, um, and just the show itself, I think, I think does kick ass. Uh, I'm interested in watching Billions and comparing it. I have watched i need to start the new season of billions um but up until the episode that just came out last night i'm current and that, that show is fantastic yeah, yeah succession the only thing the only issue i have with billions is not enough dan soder it could use some more dan soder he's really fucking funny and his character is really big into wrestling 
just uh, like in real in, life in the show. So that's pretty fun. But Maggie Siff, who's one of the main characters, was in Sons of Anarchy, and she gets murdered in such a brutal way. Murdered. And I, I always think of that uh, when anytime I see her. So in that's Sons a of Anarchy. Yeah, she gets murdered really brutally in Sons of Anarchy by Katie Seagal. I'm never going to watch that show, so how does she get murdered? Uh, she's married to Charlie Hunnam's character. Okay. And she was going to be an, an informant, but changed her mind. And Katie Seagal, who plays his mom, got the idea that she was going to kill her to stop her from talking to the cops, and they get into this fight. And Katie Seagal holds her head underwater in the sink like dishwater and then repeatedly stabs her in the back of the head with a meat fork. Like one of those two prong, like, (laughs) like barbecue forks. That kicks ass. (laughs) It's fucking gnarly. It's like, (laughs) cool. That is kind of cool. Yeah. Shout out to Uh, sons of anarchy. Succession kicks ass. I highly recommend it. I, I, I talked about it in the first season though. It's one of those shows that like, I hate selling shows like this, but you do have to watch a few episodes before it picks up because it's a lot of world building stuff. I I enjoyed the first couple episodes, but I've heard enough people say like, yeah, the first couple episodes are slow. You got to stick with it to understand what yeah, they mean. This, like this is a show that I, I really, really want to watch. Like I feel like The Wire, like I, I was so annoyed by people telling me to watch The Wire. I was like, nope, no, I'm not watching it. But this is this is a show that's been on my list for a while, and I just can't fucking. There's three seasons now, right? Like I, I'm gonna watch it. I just gotta fucking force myself to start it someday because I know I'm gonna get hooked in. I like all the people in it. It seems like my kind of shit, and I am gonna eventually watch it. But I just haven't I haven't gotten the chance yet. Um, yeah, now it kicks ass. Here is another voicemail. Yeah. So after golfing this past Saturday, I was starving i thought of you guys went and hit up my local pizza hut ordered me a large person or a large pan pepperoni pizza mm, extra sauce yeah. i have to say it was a goddamn beautiful thing it was one of the best things i've eaten in a long time it took me straight back to childhood it was just phenomenal Fuck so yeah. here i am Five days later, I'm going to go get another one. Uh, I quit drinking about 92 days ago. So I guess this is my new way to kill myself, but it's far more enjoyable. And I really appreciate you guys bringing me back to these beautiful memories. Have a good one. Fuck yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed that. Makes me happy that we chuck stuff out here on the podcast, and then people try it out, and then it brings joy into their lives. Fucking Pizza Hut, man. Listen, I'm not going to knock it because we have made the decision uh, that we're having Domino's for dinner tonight because I saw a commercial for their oven-baked dips last night. You hear they got oven-baked dicks? So it's uh, like a round foil tray of just melted cheese and then like garlic knots to dip in it. Oh yeah, yeah. You 
Oh. You, had, you had jokes until you found out what it actually it's is. It's like garlic knot fondue? Yeah, basically. Oh, I want to stick my dick in it. Five cheese dip and bread twists. Oh, but man, you know, it's it's domino, so it's going to be like the five cheeses are going to be like slices, individual slices of American cheese, Velveeta, um, scraping off some of the dust off of smart food popcorn, Grundle cheese and toe cheese. cheese. <laughs> uh, I like American cheese at least. <laughs> Maybe they they chop up a few like polio string cheeses and just toss those in the bowl in the heating pot. I'd like to hear your review of that, Shuddy. Yeah, snack snack attack hijack that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. man. You, um, this isn't a dated joke though. Uh, Domino's got their shit together years ago. You know, but you know better than that. Me and you have yeah. enjoyed several Domino's dinners together. Yes, I, Domino's I, is the epitome of comeback story. Uh of what's a, a decent oh, okay. pizza like this? Like I think they're the top of the the bottom rung of of pizza places. I mean, I heavily fuck with the Domino's thin crust pepperoni. I mean, they're they're but not everything with Domino's is a home run. Their wings taste like something that was fermented in a dead gorilla's ass for a month. They are just the slimiest, ooziest, grossest wings I think I've ever had in my life. But Shuddy, you just sent me a picture of this. Um I do want to grab that melted cheese by the fistful and shove it in my mouth. You get your choice of garlic bread twists or Parmesan bread twists. Just give me a spoon. They should be doing garlic Parmesan bread twists. Let's be honest. Yeah. But uh, I think I could talk my I could talk myself into any of the big three, and I can even talk myself into <laughs> allowing Little Caesars in oh, back shit. in as a big four, See, and I could talk myself into some Little Caesars. Little Caesars was like never around me growing up, so I never really got to fuck with Little Caesars. But every now and then I see a commercial and I'm like, God damn it, if I don't want to eat some of that. Dom and my first jobs were at Little Caesars. That's right. Yeah. With Dom as my uh, direct superior. When I first (laughs) moved out here and I was at my like all time poorest, we would get the $5 hot and ready me and Bill would get the five dollar hot and ready little Caesars, and it it was good poor people food. I can I can uh, <laughs> recommend it as a poor people food. And again, like I I think Papa John's pretty good. Like uh, Pizza Hut stuffed crust pizza and pan pizza, are, you know, they're ch- uh, childhood memories and legends for me as well. And then fuck yeah, of course we we've talked about the uh, come from behind story or turnaround story of Domino. So I can. I'm down with any shitty pizza, really. Yeah, it's hard to fuck up pizza. Like, some people like to act like they're fucking pizza snobs, but it's fucking bread and melted cheese. Like, come on. St. Saint- Louis did it. Oh, man. Oh, I, yeah, I, I remember that. I feel like I undersold just the terribleness of St. Louis pizza. Like, it's, <laughs> it's shockingly <laughs> terrible. Oh. And the thing is, is they've talked it up so much that now it's like, I think it's becoming a thing. So like, you'll see this, I'm sure, Kevin, but like when you go on social media, you go, do you see gold belly uh, ads? No, I haven't gotten gold belly shit in a while. 
Dude, but now that now that I'm saying it out loud and my phone just heard me, I'm sure it's going to start instantaneously. Absolutely. Maybe it's because I'm a I'm still a gold belly subscriber that I like every time I'm on social media, I'll see a gold belly ad. Do you still snack attack those? Your gold belly monthly uh sometimes like blessings? i've gotten a lot of duplicates which is kind of a bummer and i just oh, forget yeah. to like turn it off i remember you saying um, that so i haven't i haven't done one in a couple months now because they've been duplicates but um now i'll get advertisements for gold belly and one of like they'll do like a gallery of gold belly items that are on the website and one of them st louis emo's pizza and like i almost want to email gold belly and just preemptively like if you guys send me st louis pizza i will fucking cancel you do not send me st louis pizza <laughs> like you should it's incredible how bad it is all right i think we got time for two more let's see what this human wants to say hey guys usually i call in hammered <laughs> but i just watched the uh the last episode and i'm not going to be a drunken asshole and make fun of shuddy and say stupid stuff anymore i just think it's funny every once in a while but uh i'm very very sorry kevin about your dad dude um my dad's my best friend so i don't understand like i I don't oh i don't even want to think about that but i'm i'm sorry for what you're going through buddy and uh hope you get better bud later well this uh i thank you i i appreciate that um, and that, that voicemail, we're a little, a little backed up here. That was from December 7th. So I don't know which episode he got drunk and said something to Shuddy, but Shuddy, are you mad at this man still? No, I remember being very salty about <laughs> his voicemail. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember no. what he said, but I know, I know there's been some voicemails that made you salty. Uh, but it sounds like you're forgiven, sir. For now. Yeah, for now. Until you get shrunk again. Yep. Don't you push your luck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do one more. This thing. Oh, this is a quick one. Hey, guys. Happy New Year's. Hope you all are staying safe from this stupid-ass fucking COVID. Bye. Oh. Yes. Yes. Wow. She didn't poop. Pooping Kathy, ladies and gentlemen. Pooping Kathy, still with us. Uh, I don't know. Every, Anti-COVID, every, huge. What, yes, she thinks COVID very sucks. Courageous, very courageous stance you're taking there, Pooping Kathy, and we applaud you. Whenever we have a voicemail legend that we don't hear from for a while, I always get nervous, like, ah, oh, fuck. They, we, the show probably jumped the shark, and they don't give a shit anymore. But it's been a long time since, since we heard from Pooping Kathy, and that was, that was very nice. Man, uh, my head, my head just immediately goes, "Oh wow, that person died. That's too bad." Oh no! Like, so, like sorry, Dan guys. The man, sorry, Dan guys. The man I, died like ten years ago. I pooped myself to death. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are you are an angel, pooping Kathy. Um, one person out of the three of us has managed to dodge stupid fucking COVID so far. Uh, Two thirds of the podcast. Not so lucky, but we hope we hope Maybe. you're doing well. We hope you've been dodging it. We hope your your year has been going great, and we miss you and all of your poops. And we love you. We love you, pooping <laughs> Kathy. I mean, Parker. Did he get it right? That was Miles. 
I mean, who couldn't love the person who blessed us with this gem of a drop? It never gets old. Never. Literally. It's been it's been years and I I I chuckle every time. Yeah. One of our, our classic oldest, most reliable drops. Has yet to wear out. I don't out know if welcome. we said this. I don't know if we said this already, but we love you, Poop and Kathy. We do. We love you long time. And we love you, the Puminati. We love you all and we thank you for listening. And if you need more MSPH in your life, please check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash mad scientist party hour. My God, did we have a barn burner of queef or no queef this last week? Just very, very eventful, very funny. Uh, I've already been seeing it hasn't been up that long, but already people are commenting all over it. Seems like uh, a lot more people are actually watching deal or no deal along with us now for these episodes, which is cool. We finally talked them into it. Yeah, I think really? so. We shamed them into it. Yeah, thank you can thank us later. It's it's worth it. It adds a whole new dimension to the show. Some people are saying, uh, I saw one comment, I never thought something could top Crafter Jeff Shuddy Edition, and then along comes Queef or No Queef. So I'm glad Queef everybody's no Queef is it. some of the most fun I have all week. This past <laughs> episode was just fucking epic. <laughs> How can you miss this... when you have a show called Queef or No Queef? I legit look for it. Every Thursday, we we record every Thursday. Um, and every Thursday, or every other Thursday, is my uh, visit to the dispensary that I really like to go to that has a special I like. And I look forward to telling the bud tender. Like, they always ask, make small talk, so what are you doing today? And I look forward to telling the bud tender, well, I do a deal or no deal watch along podcast that we call Queef or No Queef that I'm recording after I pick up, after I get this weed. And it just... <laughs> It immediately turns the conversation and it just, they're excited to hear about it. I'm excited to talk about it. Like, wait, you get paid for this? Like, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I think it's amazing. <laughs> it's the most wonderful thing ever. <laughs> so, yeah, check it out. Patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. Um, if you'd like to be a part of voicemails, yay, you can call 201-472-0139. Leave a message after the beep. Um, or you can just shoot your emails to Mad Scientist Party Hour at gmail.com. We also have uh, full, eh, with an asterisk, full episodes up on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash madscientistpartyhour. Uh, there's been two instances where we forgot to hit record, so maybe they chopped five minutes off. And they don't have the Easter egg. The Easter egg of every show is reserved for the audio only once the main theme song ends. So um, check them both out if you want to be a completionist. You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeffro Records. And at MSPH Podcast uh, on Twitter and Instagram. <clears throat> and uh, Shuddy, you got anything? Uh, no. Nope. Jeff, bet slipping? Check out my bet slipping podcast. Uh, football season's wrapping up, so I got to find some other content to talk about. I still do the daily NBA show. Probably going to be gambling on a lot of golf now that uh, football is done. Oh, so I'm excited to handicap golf. And if you like listening to golf betting podcasts, uh, check us out. Just <laughs> <laughs> the worst sales job ever. Oh, man. 
<laughs> I can't. As I said it, I was like, oh, this sounds terrible. This sounds terrible coming out of my mouth. <laughs> well, there you have it, friends. We will catch most of you on the flip side on Patreon. But until next time, ooh, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> Yo, shoddy. Yo, dude. Hi, I was just responding to a work email. I feel like when I breathe in, I sound gaspy. Like in the audio or to yourself? To myself. Okay, because I don't hear it in the audio. Hmm. I mean, I hear it sometimes anyway. Like uh, when I do snack attacks, hijack snack attacks, especially for some reason. In between words, I always sound like I'm going <gasps> like fucking wheezing on my inhales. But, as per usual, it's probably all in my head or some shit. No Dukas boy, huh? Nope. Dukas boy must still be having little mama fillet him. Oh, no. Oh, come on. It's your favorite brand of peanut butter. What's the problem? Man, I look... Super pasty. God damn it. And I look jaundicey as fuck, so there's that. Jaundice? Doesn't that turn you yellow? Don't I look yellowy? I think I do. Uh, Well, I'm colorblind, so I can't tell. Because of the natural light coming in today. I fucking hate putting up the umbrella light. I gotta get this fucking hand sanitizer bottle more in shot. Fix the color a little bit. Let's see here. Man. What a weird time to get hungry. Luckily, I have a few chocolate truffles left. My fucking Weisenheimer apartment complex gives these for Christmas every year. Sorry we rape you over rent prices. Here's some chocolate to make you fatter. But man, they're fucking good. Oh man, here comes the diva. I was I was literally waiting for one of you guys to like message me like, hey, we're uh, connecting. I just Nope, I've tried that excuse before. Yeah. Oh, whatever.
Fuck me, I guess. <laughs> I apologize to Shuddy. Like, fuck about you, Kevin. <laughs> oh, man. Kevin, I really wish you cared about football. Well, I'm glad I don't. How? Saves you heartache and probably money, I'll tell you that. But well, holy shit, was there a classic last night? Shuddy, did you watch oh, the football game last night? I think I, I did. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I um I heard people flipping the fuck out about it. Two days in a row, actually. I'm like, man, what are all you spazzes doing? Yeah. Well, there was playoff game Saturday and Sunday. Were you at Rent Rent's house? No, I was I was in the mountains. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we got to talk about that. So people people oh, is there is there like sports bars or like is it not sports bars, but like any bars up there, like any type of nightlife? Well, I mean we we just went to the resort to snowboard and then we had a, like a really really long day our first day and then just went back to our little rental murder shack that we stayed in and i was so fucking exhausted i passed out like the second my head hit the pillow and then we just immediately woke up got dressed packed all our shit up checked out and went back to the mountain so i i was anytime we went into the cafeteria like during breaks to get like a a snack or some some food or something it was there was a bar you know upstairs and there were TVs and I just heard people screaming and flipping out and at one point okay maybe you can help me out with this so after we left on day one you know we needed something to eat for dinner and it's a mountain town so there's not many options and we went and got pizza and this pizza place was fucking packed and they had a game on and it looked like the score was 10 to negative 10 is that real no, it was 10 to 10. The negative sign that you saw was a football icon saying who had possession of the ball. <laughs> oh, I was like, man, who the fuck has... And then some jerk-off was like, well, I'd say uh, that's a wrap. And it looked like there was 13 seconds left in the entire game. And I'm like, yeah, I don't see how anybody's going to get 21 points in the next 13 seconds there, genius. But turns out I'm the ass clown. Yeah, I don't know what you're really talking about because no game was decided by 21 points. No, he was talking about 10 to negative 10. That's 21 points to win. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I can he see was talking about the uh, the San Francisco Green Bay game. Right. So yeah, what happened I mean, with that? Because was... I feel like after I left that, once we got our pizza and went back to our murder shack, I heard like pe- people on Twitter were just flipping the fuck out. And I'm like, all right. San Francisco won on a last second field goal, knocking Green Bay out. That's what happened. And that was like a big crazy thing? Well, as Jeff tweeted, San Francisco is the worst team in history to ever reach the champion that he's ever seen reach the championship game. Yeah. Oh. And like They did really nothing besides block a punt that was deserving one of that game. The reason – outside of football just being the king of sports. Um, the big reason, the other big reason that that was trending on Twitter is because of Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers played in that game. And that's like a football player you know of at this point, right? Yeah, he's hooking up with that lady with the, the Harry Pitts. Shailene Woodley? Yeah. Is that who he's with now? She's a missile, but yeah. 
She is not. She's not even a good actress. Ooh. I don't shots fired. I don't really have any takes on her acting, but she is super. I think she's hot. At best, she's plain. At best, she's plain. That's crazy. Man, That's I gotta, cra- this guy's about to win a second straight MVP. Some would consider her right. homely. <laughs> I got to link up with Shuddy be- Boy on this one. She does have kind of one of those faces where it always looks like someone just farted near her. She always has like a face. But then right. again, well, I mean, you I, I look like argument. Clay Aiken, so who am I to judge? I don't fully disagree with you guys. Uh, Jaylene Woodley being with Aaron Rodgers may lend credence to the rumors that he's a homosexual. I th- again, I think that's too far. I do think she, <laughs> this is the the rare case where the girl is obviously out kicking her coverage. I mean, she's like, kicking it into another stadium. I thought it was I thought it was ridiculous. Aaron Rodgers dumped Olivia Munn for Danica Patrick. And Danica Patrick is is a good looking woman. She's a hot woman, right? Yeah. Like I, I still I still have issue with this one. I actually think Shailene Woodley is an upgrade looks wise from Danica Patrick. I Ooh. disagree with that completely. Yeah, same. Interesting. I mean, he he really has Maybe just you're been a on homosexual a- too. <laughs> You're really aggressive about this take. I don't know. Well, why, I would say it sounds like Aaron Rodgers. Shailene Woodley. Is it I just stumped the, for Bernie, Bernie Sanders? Is that what this is? No. Uh, I've not. Her, I've never liked Shailene Woodley. It sounds I like, lost my shit when she was announced as Mary Jane in the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movie. I was so happy when they cut her out of it completely. It sounds like Aaron Rodgers has just been on a steady decline. Like. How do you whiff so Aaron hard? Aaron Rodgers also doesn't believe in the vaccine, so let's not trust his taste in women either. Well, yeah, he does seem like a bing-boing, but, I mean, going from... How do you start with Olivia Munn and then end up, end up with Shailene Woodley? Like, what sort of decisions yeah. do you make in life? Especially as your bank account is, account is growing exponentially. So, wait, what happened? So, so he, got, he, got, <laughs> he got knocked out? Is that what happened? That's yes, why it, was it is. A, that's why that game was a big deal. He, they were the they were the favorites to win the NFC, and they got knocked out by the crappy 49ers. Okay, so yeah, yesterday like around three o'clock, we were in the the cafeteria at the lo- the the lodge, eating food, and people upstairs are watching a football game, and just going like, oh, oh, zoinks! So I'm guessing something big happened in that game too. Tom Brady lost on a last on a field goal to end the game. Yeah, and that game was <laughs> like the two, the the two Saturday games had a climactic finish, like they both ended on the final play, but they weren't really that exciting of games. Whereas the games yesterday, there was just a ton of crazy shit. The second game definitely was more crazy than the first game, but the first game had all those like moments that I guess a crowd of people would definitely react to. And yeah, Tom, Tom Brady almost pulled one out of his ass again. There were three lead changes, four lead changes, right? Yeah, four lead changes in the last two minutes of the game last night between the Bills and the Chiefs. Yeah, I think there was a combined 290 passing yards 
and three passing touchdowns in the final two minutes of that game. Like it was essentially, again, again, this is just Kevin's completely tuned this out. And yeah. I Cause I, that, I was, but... I was hoping there would be a simple answer for my question, but yikes turned into a novel and yeah, you lost me. Yeah. Well, the Bucks Rams was the game that you're referring to yesterday. It was a Tom Brady game and LA the LA Rams. So maybe there are some locals that care uh, about the so game. LA defeated Tom Brady. LA yeah. defeated Tom Brady and LA is hosting a championship game next week. Are you going to get your tickets for Sunday, Kevin? Is that the Super Bowl? No, it's the NFC Championship. What the hell and is actually, that? They are hosting the, <laughs> the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl as well. Yeah, 2 weeks later. So yeah. Oh no. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Wait, which yeah. weekend is the is the is the Super Bowl? Uh not uh, three Sundays 12th. from now, not this Sunday, not the next Sunday, the I'm following sorry. Sunday, February 13th. Yeah. February, That's what you name. and Rent Ranch should do for Valentine's day. Go to the super bowl. No, we're, we're going to Musso and Frank. We're gonna get some fucking steaks and some cocktails. Thanks. I was, I, I was like, shit. Cause I was like, man, I, I didn't know that the super bowl was going to be in LA. So I was trying to figure out a way if I could get out of town, but I need, I can't, I can't stop thinking about this. I can't. I need to hear about Shailene Woodley. I need Shailene Woodley, Woodley reviews from the Puminati. Cause I just, you guys, you guys say crazy shit over the years. I know I have too, but you guys say crazy shit, especially about women, about sex stuff. So I need to like a, a Puminati wide aggregated food chub on Shailene Woodley. Cause I think she's fucking hot. I'd put her at like a aggregate food chub for Shailene Woodley. Lee would be a micro penis. <laughs> I'd, put her, I'd put her at a. I'd put her at an eight point one food chub. Jesus the, Christ! The mom or the I mean, what do you score? On the last episode of Jeff just walked Queef off. No queef that we over undered at seven point one is hotter than Shailene Woodley. <sighs> That's crazy. Yeah, she's kind of she's kind of like witchy looking. I kind of like her face. I gotta be honest. She, I think, like her looking more normal and less like a plastic, uh, like actress. I think adds to her appeal a little. But that's bit. what you like. But like all the chicks you always think are super hot. Um, on Instagram and stuff. What fucking point are you trying to make? I'm saying you always seem to like the blown out lips, big fake ass, big fake tits, just like plastic bimbo look. And now you're giving like Shailene Woodley and her hairy pits an 8.1. It doesn't doesn't add up. I'm getting frustrated. The Puminati understands the stupidity I have to fucking deal with on a weekly basis from your dumb ass. Like, you're essentially saying, like, because I think Kim Kardashian is hot, I always go after that look that you just explained, when that's not even remotely the fucking truth. Like, what are you talking about? What? What are you talking about? What are you saying? You you, you fucking dumb schmuck. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I don't know. I'm looking at pictures of her right now on the internet, and like, yeah, I just don't, I don't see it. Fair enough. Maybe she doesn't photograph very well. This take picture of her and Miles Teller together 
looks like that's where she should be dating right in that realm i mean it sounds like you guys actually think she should be dating lower than that because miles teller is a movie star and you just are pretty but he much is also not attractive I mean, I, I was gonna. I'll, I'll, I'll say if, if there was gonna be a celebrity couple involving her, I'd say maybe pair her up with like, uh, say, a Bruce Valanche or <laughs> um, Steve Buscemi. Firestein. Yeah, Steve Buscemi. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, whatever. Shuddy, can you give me record permission? Oh, yeah, let's not fuck that up again. Yeah, seriously. Hi, fellas. Recording in progress. It's just incredible how much you like dudes, Kevin. I'm glad that's over with. Fucking make me sick. Hey, you just gave Miss Harry Pitts an 8.1. Is it... I know you're off the market, but is Harry Pitts, is that something that, that would be a red flag or a deal breaker for you? Yeah. Interesting. I feel like you're the kind of personality, the type of gnarly that would overlook something like that. I mean, if it was somebody like Jessica Alba or something like that. <laughs> but. Okay. I don't know. Like, if you're not on Mount Rushmore, Harry Pitts or. It's like having a mustache. <laughs> so afraid. Like if you're dating a girl with a beaver stash, it's like, ah, come on. What are we doing here? I'm, I, I, I mostly agree with you. I just, so if Ran Ran had like a hippie face, grew her pit hair out for like a summer, you're done you're cutting that shit off. I would, I, it would, the topic would be broached. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. I appreciate your consistency on the subject. Yeah. Um, Are you guys ready to fucking do this? Let me I got make a bunch sure of I basketball to gamble on. Um. Okay. Yeah. From Los Angeles, California, we're the Mad Scientist Party Hour. <laughs> <laughs> 